0: Yay. Hello, everybody. It is good to be back on a mini-sode, keeping up with today's nutrition hot topics in the news and on the interwebs. And I'm really excited to talk about the trend I heard about maybe two weeks ago, and I've seen it kind of infiltrate. I don't use TikTok too much, but sometimes it makes its way onto Instagram. And I see this is the funny, um, a little bit dark, potentially. a phenomenon that exploded in the viral space called Girl Dinner. <laughs> Should I play the song? I call this Girl Dinner. Girl Dinner. Girl Dinner. So TikTok is uh, its own world, and I do not spend a lot of time on there because it um, rots my brain <laughs> subjectively. Uh, but somebody made a funny. Sound so somebody makes a video and things go viral when it resonates with a lot of people and people put their own spins on it and it's um it can be creative and entertaining for sure. So the original video was somebody eating a popsicle, right? And the first the reason this mainly took off was it was because it was so relatable when you're exhausted and you need dinner whether it's from work whether it's from kids or a husband or something or whatever and you just want food and you don't care to cook anything you don't care if it makes sense you just kind of want a sneaky snack away so we have things like popsicles or tortilla chips and so that was the original thing and it was highly relatable like oh my gosh haven't we all been there (laughs) But then, of course, in TikTok fashion, we have this one idea and it spirals, I'm making a little map on my desk, spirals kind of into a million other different uh, themes or trends. And some of them are equally hilarious, some of them are slightly depressing (laughs) um, and or eye opening and just kind of seeing what resonates with people. And so I wanted to make this episode to kind of giggle about the original uh, (laughs) uh, origin story of Girl Dinner, because I do think that's hilarious and we've all been there. And uh, but also maybe talk about how some of those spin offs are less than helpful or maybe just expose I don't have the answers um, a pattern in our modern day life of, uh, you know, feeling exhausted or underappreciated or just not having the energy to fuel yourself for your life um and maybe a third thing I want to talk about is just like how we can potentially amp up girl dinner (laughs) uh some ideas that I would have for when I'm in a girl dinner mood but also I still need to acknowledge that my body needs food my body needs fuel um and Ritz crackers and cheese is not gonna cut it for me for anybody And I didn't spend hours on the app, but the first couple ones that came up, there's kind of this theme that I'm noticing with grilled dinner is that it tends to be things that are convenient, maybe don't make sense together, which is quite funny. Um, And something that I do want to talk about is not enough food, even if it's a popsicle. We know they're calorically dense, but that is not nearly enough nutrients to make up a meal, right? (laughs) We're grown humans. We need probably somewhere between 19,000 to 3,000 calories a day, depending on your size and activity level. So a 250 calorie fudge pop is still not going to cut a meal, your dinner, like maybe a fourth to a third of your caloric needs for the day, depending on your eating patterns. So it's a bigger picture, right? And they vary in quality. Some grilled dinners were things like, um, you know, turkey, hard boiled eggs and some apple slices. Good start. Still very small dinner. Some things were like tortilla chips and cheese in the microwave, which uh, I would amp that up with like beans and chicken. And for a girl dinner, yeah, that one would be all right. Some of them, yeah, you know, like the popsicle, not enough food. Delicious though. Um, So there's so many different spectrums that we can look at this and it's hard to make a blanket statement. I think that it's Uh, uh, interesting and illuminating uh, this phenomenon that we're exhausted and don't have the energy to like make full meals for ourselves but I also think it's an opportunity to investigate that and think can we get nutrients with minimal effort when we are super exhausted and I believe we can so I'll share some of those at the end I'm excited for that part, and that is a part I feel like I personally thrive at. How to safeguard yourself, prep your cabinets, so when girl dinner strikes, we're still going to be treating our bodies well, giving it something, something, covering the minimal basis of what we need. Groovy. And, you know, our bodies are super resilient. If these things happen once in a while, it's not a huge deal. If they're chronic, we need to look into them. Yeah? And, of course, I feel like it goes without being said. Obviously, this isn't just for girls, although it was the pattern that took off with girls on the internet, obviously this can relate to men or people who identify as any gender or non-binary. It's just kind of this like theme, right? Um, but, but, but I don't know. It is kind of silly, tricky, wonky that it is something that resonates with women. Um, since growing up, women are always looking for a approval on like how to eat you know a lot of diet culture is marketed towards women they don't trust themselves on how to fuel themselves or they're might be battling some other you know image issues that is are going to affect the way they perceive their appetite or the way they feel themselves or the way they think about food um yeah so that being said let's start with the beginning girl dinner. Da, 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 da. It is. It is. tis super catchy. Or this cart could just be, people dinner. Work is exhausting. Life is hard. We came home and we're hungry and we just don't want to make a full meal. Sometimes that's a stress response thing, right? Stress definitely affects our hunger cues. We might be super hungry, unable to wait the 30 minutes it would take to microwave some brown rice and get some chicken out or something. I mean, that could take less than 30 minutes. Uh, and sometimes we just are craving the, com- the hyper palatable convenience food, right? <laughs> uh, in times of stress, I noticed that within myself, that eating things that are savory or satiating, sometimes um, it sounds icky, but all of a sudden, you know, things like tortilla chips or cereal, uh, things that are salty, crunchy, quote, quote, lighter feeling, Um, lighter feeling, definitely clerically dense, which in this case is helpful because you need to eat food. Uh, Those things sound more palatable. And that's not a judgment thing. I think that's just something to observe. So when we come home, we're exhausted. We're craving a girl dinner, (laughs) a girl dinner of uh, potentially just easy shit from the cabinet. Um, What are we going to do if it doesn't happen very often? We're not going to (laughs) die. We'll be okay. But if it's a chronic, let's investigate why. Why? Let's investigate why. I may, and there could be so many reasons why. It could be I'm just too exhausted and I need something immediate. If we're just super stressed and it's messing with our hunger cues, maybe digging deep into that. What went wrong? What can go better? Or if the thought of giving ourselves a satiating meal feels difficult, maybe we don't have enough easy tools in our arsenal. Not everything that is nutritious has to be made from scratch. Certain things like microwavable rice or having frozen veggies and tyson chicken strips and ranch and buffalo sauce (laughs) that's a go-to in our house so i use that one a lot having those like easy you know semi home semi not they're made at home but maybe prepped in the store so it's convenience that can be nifty so investigating it and once again if it's once every so often i wouldn't worry about it if it becomes the chronic then let's uh investigate the why yeah Okay, really quick, let's touch on one of the darker spirals of this trend, which was there was a lot of uh, wives and moms, wives and moms. And every single family's dynamic is different. If you have children, uh, a lot of times that responsibility falls on the woman to feed them, right? <laughs> and that's not everybody. Sometimes sometimes it's split. Sometimes it's different. And there's no right or wrong way to run your household. I think the only, in my opinion, and I'm not a marriage therapist, so ignore this if you please, uh, the only wrong way to do it would be to lack communication And uh, assume responsibility, assume a responsibility without chatting about it, and then resenting that. Like it sounds like a hot mess. Once again, we're not parents. Uh, I this is not something personally that I deal with, but I see it on the app, right? Of just women do a lot of caretaking, and they're tired. Oh, and that breaks my heart. Once again, I don't know the answer. I don't have children Um, and yeah, you have to keep other people alive or catering to lots of other people's needs uh, leaves you with little in your fuel tank for yourself. So once again, I cannot speak from personal experience, but when we coach, uh, we coach lots of um, mothers and lots of wives at the gym. Lots of my nutrition clients are uh, kind of like the caretakers in their home. And I guess the only thing I can say... That I know for certain is that when you take care of yourself, you're going to be able to help others with less resentment and with more energy. Some This is a side tangent. Sometimes it comes down to like cooking different things for different people. Once again, I don't have a, a large family, so I cannot say what that's like. But that would be freaking exhausting to be the personal chef, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to solve that. But anyways, just know that if you're exhausted and you feel like a caretaker and you're feeling worn out, uh, maybe there's some sort of conversation that can happen so that you do take care of yourself. If it's the chronic, I'm saying it's a problem. (laughs) I believe it's a problem. If it's the chronic that you do not have enough energy to fuel yourself well, it's going to hurt your health in the long run. And it's going to strain your relationships in the long run if you do not feel like you are prioritizing your own health and needs, and you need to take care of yourself so you can better take care of others. That's a big one. Who? And I don't believe I have all the answers, but I'm going to shine a spotlight on it. And, uh, hopefully encourage you to find time somehow, and maybe it's not possible, and we'll talk at the end about the, the girl dinner options, um taking a baby step. Don't think we have to change everything overnight. A baby step into making sure you have enough nutrients and enough energy. And once again, if it's once every once in a while, you're going to survive. But when it's that chronic, um, investigate it because your health is worth it. Okay. Last dark spiral before we get into the fun solutions. Yay. Uh, The other thing that it illuminated was the size of the meals that we were talking about, the portions If you haven't listened to our Human State of the Nutrition Union, I highly recommend you check that out. Bodies need energy. We need fuel in general. We tend to get this in our culture in like three meals a day, maybe a snack in there. Um, I'm kind of on the four-meal trend right now, and I'm loving that. Uh, So we have – our body needs a lot of fuel, and – You know, unless in these girl dinners, people were eating all of their calories like a big old breakfast and a huge lunch. Okay, maybe the small dinner would be okay if that works for them um, to each their own. You're the master of you. But I'm going to assume a lot of times that that's probably not what's happening. And we get towards the end of the day, either we're stressed or we have subconscious or fully conscious awareness that we want to be smaller. So we're trying to choose a smaller dinner and... In my experience, that that backfires almost all the time. Mm, I I could almost confidently say 100% of the time. <laughs> Our bodies need fuel. They need to feel safe. Even especially in fat loss, health centered fat loss, we need to feel fueled and safe. That's going to listen to that human state of the nutrition union, getting the uh, volume, the fiber, the whole grains, the proteins, and that is not what's being shown in these girl dinners. But we have a girl dinner. We're tired. We're stressed. Uh, So we just need more. We need more food. We need more food. It's got to be a meal. We can still make a girl dinner from the cabinet that's got enough nutrients in it. Um, Hopefully that makes us feel full. Lasts us until breakfast when we are starting over fresh, hopefully the next day (laughs) and don't end up so exhausted again. So um, yeah, our bodies need food. I don't think it's insane to say, 20 to 40 grams of protein as a regular dinner for a female. That sounds pretty normal. Uh, some carbohydrates in there. And that could be something easy from the cabinet, like crackers or pretzels or um, bread or toast or mac and cheese. That's got some carbs. And then we do want some fats somewhere in there. And usually the fats get covered in the girl dinner because convenience foods tend to be <laughs> delicious, which means full of fats, yeah? Like... um, cheese or salamis oh my gosh uh and so yeah we just want to make sure I have our protein carbohydrates and fats but also if it's that occasional girl dinner and we're just stressed, it's once in a while just get get calories of some sort some sort of calories and now I'm excited to talk about how we can get enough calories and enough nutrients in hopefully a fashion that is just as lazy easy um and instant as girl dinner Okay, I've got three ideas off the top of my head to combat girl dinner in a way that hopefully takes minimal to zero prep time and covers all of our nutritional bases and gives us that comfort food, easy convenience uh, feel. Yes, because we just need that mental break sometimes. Actually, I'm going to throw in four. Okay, so the first one would be, if money is not an issue... Um, Go to a a drive-thru or get some Chipotle or some sort of, you know, there's plenty. Just get fast food. Whatever. Who cares? Some sort of meal. (laughs) <laughs> go buy it and make it convenient. Great. Love it. Uh, that was my bonus one. Yay. Okay. Now back to my real option one. These would be things that we have in our house. Um, I love the idea of like the charcuterie. I think sometimes what people are craving are are just that like variations of textures and flavors. So let's still try and get some protein in there. Slices of turkey or rotisserie chicken, salami. Salami's lower in protein, higher in fat, but we need the fat. So I think that that's a delicious choice to make every so often. Um, And then we have like our crackers and cheese. I mean, extra credit would be to throw in some apples or sliced veggies and hummus. Uh, It's just got that charcuterie feel and it can be really tasty. I love that they're throwing in pickles. Yum. Get some pickles. Uh, Difference in textures, difference in flavors, some sort of DIY charcuterie. It doesn't have to make sense. It's a girl dinner, Um, but make sure you are getting enough. Enough. <laughs> Put it on a nice plate. Maybe snack in front of the TV. Give yourself some comfort. <laughs> Usually we say, you know, it, to each their own. Sometimes it wouldn't, it wouldn't, you know, maybe each to each their own. Sometimes you just want to eat in front of the TV. I do it. Let's let's be real. Uh, let's be real on this podcast, okay? <laughs> so option one, some sort of hodgepodge charcuterie. Just get some protein in there. Yay. Number two. Ooh, another protein source could be like roasted chickpeas. Ooh, that would be delicious. Okay, sorry. Back to number two. I think utilizing protein powder when we're stressed is so clutch. (laughs) Very clutch. It tastes like chocolate milk or vanilla milk. And it's got like 24 grams of protein in it. Amazing. For For the taste of a candy bar, essentially. Um ways to utilize this one of my favorites I've talked about this on my own Instagram is what I call fancy cereal or protein cereal (laughs) take a boring cereal like a rice chex or a Cheerios I put vanilla protein powder in some sort of milk pour it over that and then usually I add frozen berries because it makes it kind of taste icy like ice cream drizzle it with some nut butter or just throw some walnuts in there it tastes delicious it's cool it's crunchy it's got all these different textures um Are there vegetables? No. But this is girl dinner. It's going to be satiating. It's probably going to be enough calories to be like a sustainable dinner. Um, Absolutely, that's a great break the glass meal to have and and a great breakfast in general. Keep that in your breakfast arsenal at all times. (laughs) Love it. Another way we could utilize that protein powder would be just to put it in, you know, like a chocolate protein powder in some sort of milk. We have chocolate milk and then maybe some like frozen waffles with peanut butter and banana, or some toast with peanut butter. Super uh, plain in times of stress. I mentioned like I don't really have the palate sometimes for that like dimensional <laughs> classy palate because I'm just stressed and the more it can taste like an Uncrustable. Oh, Uncrustables are delicious. <laughs> Maybe a protein shake and two Uncrustables. I don't know. Once again, obviously, Human state of the nutrition union, we want to get those whole foods in our diets at some point, but when we're super stressed, let's just get something, something. Protein is great. Convenience is great. Make it taste good. Whole grain's great. Um, Yeah, love it. I love that. Utilize protein powder. Tastes like chocolate milk. Mix it with toast or a waffle, or we still have these like frozen Kodak waffles that were really good. Something comforting, easy, peasy. It's going to get you through. Yay! And the last option I had was things that are in the cabinet, we can usually doctor up. Some of those easy convenience foods like mac and cheese or there's plenty of like cans of soup or cans of chili, uh, non-perishables that sit in your cabinet and usually don't get eaten. Like, let's eat them. Um, microwaveable rice, some, you know, can of chili, microwaveable rice, boom, we're good. Uh, Or taking things even like a chicken noodle soup. Sometimes those are, if it's in a can and it's cheap, my assumption is going to be that there's not a ton of protein in it. Protein just ends up costing more money. Um, Vital Proteins has a collagen protein. I saw this on TikTok and I can't remember who did it, but it was like they had a can of soup. They added like uh, a scoop or two of this uh, collagen protein, which is flavorless, odorless, mixes right in, don't even see it. And then they threw some like kale that was going bad in the fridge into their thing put it on the saucepan and it was like the base is the thing from the grocery store and then we amp it up usually because the thing in the grocery store is self-stable and uh cheap usually what we end up needing to add is like some sort of veggie or some sort of protein source rotisserie chicken or slices of turkey Ooh, uh, a mac and cheese and slice some hot dogs in there Oh, my God. Am I not the coolest nutrition coach ever? I'm like, yeah, eat mac and cheese and hot dogs <laughs> because life is stressful. Our bodies are resilient. Is it the choice we want to make seven days a week? We would probably be missing some of our nutrients. We might be overconsuming calories in general. Whatever. Who cares? It's one day. We're stressed. Um... I, I'm, You know what? I'm grateful for this trend that it illuminated and brought a platform to just kind of like chat about these things. And so I wanted to throw my two cents there. Uh, let's, you know, embrace a girl dinner when it happens, but also let's combat it, have those things in our fridge, have those ideas in the back of our pockets that we can just whip out and uh, fuel ourselves good for life because we're always going to have to deal with stress. We most likely will always have some sort of work duties or raising of the kids and then raising of the grandkids or something. Life is chaotic and crazy. So we need to be able to cover all of our nutritional bases on most days, most of the time, for most of our life. (laughs) Lots of nuance. Yay! And only you know it feels good. So I encourage you to take care of yourself well. Watch your stress take note of your chronic habits. And when it comes time to make a change, just make a teeny one that makes you feel 10% better. And hopefully use some of those tips I gave you to combat girl dinner and make the most of it or avoid it or uh, dive into the trend and just live a little simpler, 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 less stressed, easier. Yay. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening this week and be sure to rate and subscribe on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcasts. Let us know what you think and submit questions to beinghumanfitnessandnutrition at gmail.com and be sure to follow us on Instagram at beinghumanfitnessandnutrition. And if you want to support us or get bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. We are incredibly excited to start this journey with you, and we appreciate any and all support. See you next week.